legion souls point of view you walk up you meet you inside the room fully clothed like he's ready to go outside i thought you would sleep here so i told Yungi to come here and look after you jimmy has gone home but he's coming back now he then looked at his wristwatch then back at the wall clock again been sleeping for more than 15 hours can't believe it remembering something i quickly pulled up the sleeve of my oversized sweatshirt the number had reduced to nine namjoon and i shared a glance and i put down my sleeve again wait for five minutes i'm coming with you saying that i ran to the bathroom when i saw the number had reduced i didn't feel shocked like before i just felt that i have to work harder survive I don't want to die and now I'm determined. I guess a good sleep can do that to you. We went outside the apartment together and Namjoon locked started locking the door. Why didn't you wake me up earlier? I said nothing a little for I had to get ready in such a small amount of time. Now you're always complaining about my sleep. I felt thankful for that. If you didn't have a good sleep for days and it just continues you might get a cardiac arrest. Completely locking the door, Namjoon took the lead stepping ahead. So I did some rituals to keep the house out of evil's eye for a little while, but I didn't think it would work this good. And it's a risky ritual. If anything goes wrong, the place can be forever haunted. He stretched out his arms, yawning. Can't believe I succeeded. What? I yelled loudly. How, how could you? What is? Before I could finish, Namjoon started laughing. It was my first time seeing him laugh. I couldn't walk away. He looked like a different person by laughing. Stop laughing. I lightly slapped his shoulder. By then, we were already outside. Two persons stopped coming forward, noticing us. One was Jimin. He looked like a mess. I guess he couldn't sleep last night. Heard a thing he saw probably reading nightmares. The other person was not that tall. He had a brown long coat on. His nose mask reminded me of Yungi, the guy I saw with Namjoon once. Hey, the mask I approached just then took his mask off. He had growth and facial features. Then he glanced at me. This is your first time seeing me properly. I'm Yungi. He held out his hand at me, which I shook with mine a moment later. Jimin came forward too. So you are the guy Namjoon talked about. He gave Yungi a skeptical, loving look. You talk about me. Nam Yungi asked Namjoon in an amusing tone. Whatever. Namjoon shrugged like his usual self. You can go home now. Jinso was fine. Also, you look pale. What happened? Now that you have mentioned it, I noticed that Yungi looked incredibly pale, like a sick person. His lips were white and chapped. Before his small body looked really plump, but today he looked frail and weak. I'm fine. Jungi replied, then looked up to the building we just came out. It's just this place is giving me bad vibes, like it's a huge mess. Staring at Aura, he shivered by himself a little. It's never felt like this before. Jimin observed the building ahead too. Dude, you should go home. His voice had a mixture of fear. Even though Jimin acted like he was all right, I knew he was really afraid deep down. No. Now that I've come here, I can help you guys. Where are you off to? To the other building. I want to see who lives there. 
Namjoon replied. But it's abandoned. The building is unfinished and it's been like that for years, I told him. If anyone lives there, it would be drunk or alcoholic people. Even drug users didn't like to stay there. Jane spoke in a low voice. We turned our faces to the building and yes, it doesn't look a place where anyone could live. But Namjoon started walking towards it and we still followed him. Before going there, when we looked back at the building where I live again, this place got burnt from before. Are you sure Namjoon was doing anything? I laughed hearing this. He looked like he was joking and I knew he was, too. Watching only half of his face before, I thought he would be an intimidating person, but he seems like a fun guy now. Hmm, he's a loser by and all, Jinri added. I'm hearing everything, Namjoon said, not looking behind. Jinri and I gave an oops, looked at each other, then laughed again. Time sped to the building. The staircase of the building looked really old and rusty, like it could fall apart any time. Aww, do we really need to climb that? Jimin whined. Yes, we are going to the third floor. Namjoon started climbing up. He didn't even hesitate a bit. You live on the third floor too, my little building? I mumbled myself. Does this have a connection? However, Namjoon didn't answer me and he was already at the second floor. Jimin held out his hand to help me climb. I looked at Yoongi who was behind me to see if he was following. No one was there. Yoongi? I called his name out looking around then peeking outside the staircase. Where did he go? Did he run away? Jimin flushed and then he started calling out Yoongi's name too. I noticed maybe Namjoon came back down again. What? Yoongi, he was with us just a minute ago. I said being worried. Where did he go? Namjoon fished out his phone from his pocket then turned it on. He just sent me a text that he's feeling really sick and needs to go home. He showed us his phone screen and there were short texts like that there. He did look sick. He looked like he was going to throw up when we entered this place. Jimin spoke remembering it. Yeah, I don't feel good about this place too. Namjoon stared ahead then talked again after a second. That's all. The place was shabby, like how an unfinished and abandoned building would be. There were long plaques on the walls. Plants growing some places too. It was dark even when it was daytime and dusty. Like a person hasn't entered this place for ages. There was a smell that I really wasn't liking. On the third floor we stood before an apartment, a door leading to one. But the door was closed. And to our surprise the door looked quite new even when the place was old. Could it be that someone really lives here? Hmm. Jimin stuttered. My heart was pounding against my chest loudly too. We can't be sure of that, whether it's a person or something else. Namjoon said then put out his hand up. What are you doing? I cried. I'm going to knock it first to that friend. Let's see who lives here. He started knocking on the door loudly as Jimin tugged on my coat sleeve. Can we go home? I don't feel good about this. Me neither. I said, scanning the stairway. It was more like a hallway. Seems like the owner of this building was pretty rich. I heard that he died before he could complete it. The side walls of the store were made of glass. But they became so old that it looked like a plain brick wall from outside. 
The sunlight was coming, making the place visible, so the corners were dark, pitch black, dark. But then all of a sudden a darkness fell upon. There was light just a few seconds ago, now it had become dark like night. Something held my arm tightly. What's happening? I heard Jimmy yelling. I held his arm too. My body was shaking. That familiar feeling of that evil was coming back. We should leave, Namjoon's voice said, quickly. I couldn't see anything, I said in a bootless voice. How could it suddenly become, become night? Jim's might be scared. It's an illusion that devils and demons can make, but still they are tried. We suddenly saw a light, little light. It was Namjoon holding out his phone's flashlight. Run, now! He started running, showing the way with his flashlight. We followed him from behind, holding each other's hands tightly. It felt like the darkness would eat us alive and we were running for our lives. Namjoon was saying something loudly, but I couldn't understand a word. It felt like a spell, because as soon as we started, the sunlight was dark, but only for a second. It kept flickering, like the darkness and the light was fighting for who would stay longer. We turned into a maze if we can't get out when it's still dark. Namjoon couldn't finish his sentence. The glasses of the hallway started shattering. In the small amount of light, I could see the broken pieces of glasses flying everywhere. The sound was loud and horrifying. I crushed my ears with both my hands, and that's when I got apart from Jimin since we were holding hands. I was still running following them, climbing down that same old staircase, but I felt like I was getting distance each second. I tried my best to keep up, but I couldn't. Again, I tried when the light was still on, but then it was dark the next moment, and everything was completely silent this time. My heart felt like it had stopped beating. My knees gave up and I fell. It was dark. I could see nothing, as if my eyes were closed. I couldn't even call out Namjoon or Jimin. My voice wasn't coming out. I felt like I would faint until someone grabbed my arm and jerked me up to stand straight. Next thing I know is... I'm outside. It happened so fast I couldn't even grasp what was going on. In front of me was Gingi, looking down, breathing out heavily. It was the evening outside, a familiar place in front of the building I live in. He looked dead. Before I could say anything, he shoved a white cloth in my face. It had a strong medicine-like smell. I watched what he was doing with shock, but I couldn't do anything. My whole world spun around. Before I fell, I saw that his both eyes were pitch black. There weren't any eyeballs. And he had a sinister grin on his face.